Welcome to Steeping Around, sponsored by the Maiti Company. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we are talking all things tea. I hope you're having a great week. I know that we are. I am joined, as always, by my producer, Terry Clark. Hi, everyone. And I have to start this week's show with a very funny story. Last week, we did a show on mint. And at the end of the show, I gave a recipe on how to make mint chutney, which is very popular. Inspired by that recipe, I decided to have lunch at an Indian restaurant that afternoon. I was supposed to have lunch with a friend, and we decided, yeah, let's go out for Indian food. Well, apparently, I was not the only one inspired by that chutney recipe. No, I had the exact same craving, and when Keith came home for lunch, I was like, do you feel like Indian food? Because I sure do. Yeah. <laughs> so we went to, you know, the place where we always go, which, like you pointed out, there's lots of places there's we could have gone, but we both ended up at the same place. I walked in, and Manish was standing there getting mint chutney. <laughs> it was very funny. Well, I hope that... If we were this inspired, you were too, and you tried to make the mint chutney. If you did, send us your comments and let us know how it turned out. This week, we continue our series on herbal teas, but with kind of a big shift. Last week, we talked about mint, which is a very popular herbal tea. This week, we're going to talk about tulsi, which you probably have never even heard of. Every 15 years or so, a tea comes out of nowhere, and it sort of becomes the in vogue thing to talk about. 15 years ago, it was green tea. Before that, you could get it in Chinese restaurants. Here and there, people talked about it. But then it became all the rage. All the health benefits became really popular. You heard about it on the radio and on the television and in print. And all of a sudden, everybody wanted to know about green tea. 10 years ago, it was ruibus. It was uncaffeinated. It was good for you. The health benefits started to show up. And people started asking about Ruibus. And now it is wildly popular in the United States. And uh, we just did a show on Ruibus a few weeks ago. If you want to go back through the archives, if you missed it, please listen to that show. It was a great um, source of information. Yeah, it's you. how we actually got started on our, on our series on herbal teeth. Mm -hmm. We started with Ruibus. And then about five years ago, it was Yerba Mate. That's a South American herb. <laughs> and we're going to talk about it, I think, in an upcoming show. Yes. Yeah, in a I, few weeks from now. And yerba mate is like special to all the people that work at the tea company. We love yerba mate. Yeah, you may have heard on the commercials about yerba mate. Oh, yeah. But one that I think is going to be the next breakout tea is Tulsi. If you haven't heard about it, that's okay. We're going to talk about it today. We're going to get into what it is, where it grows, a little bit about its history. We'll talk about the health benefits. Of course, how you can make it. And then in our question of the week, we have an email all the way from Belgium asking about rose hips. So, so you're going to want to stick around for that one. Tulsi happens to be an herbal tea that is close to my heart. I'm one of the few guys out there, I think, who is predicting a meteoric rise in popularity for Tulsi tea. Why is that, do you think? Why are you so sure that this is going to be the next big thing in herbal tea? Well, I'm, I'm not like totally sure, but I have some strong suspicions. First of all, Tulsi tastes great, and it's very good for you. Now, anytime something tastes great and is good for you, that's a strong basis for some popularity. Furthermore, it's reasonably priced. It's going to be easy to ramp up production, so should it gain in popularity, it's going to be easy to produce more. So prices will be stable. So between 
being good for you, tasting good, being reasonably priced, I think there's a really good chance Tulsi will be popular, very popular in the upcoming years. It's got an interesting history. The word Tulsi, T-U-L-S-I, comes to us from India and the ancient Sanskrit language. Originally, it would be Tulasi, which is T-U-L-A-S-I, which means the incomparable one. The first mention of Tulsi is actually 2,000 years ago. I don't have any cool stories about Tulsi like we have from some of the other... No other... Greek mythology for this no, one? No, not for this one. <laughs> the first mention of Tulsi is just in ancient Ayurvedic texts. Now, for those of you who don't know, Ayurveda is kind of an Indian system of medicine that before there was Western medicine in India, if you were sick, you were probably taken care of by somebody who was trained in Ayurveda. It is considered a holy plant. In fact, in English, it's called Indian holy basil or sacred basil. And all over India, people have special pots that they have in their house with tulsi plants in them. They have them in their households. It's kind of a sign of good luck. It's a sign of good karma. There are sects of Hinduism, particularly called the Vaishnavites. They follow the Lord Vishnu. And they believe that Tulsi is the plant that pleases their beloved Lord Vishnu the most. So they wear necklaces made out of Tulsi. They pray to it twice a day. It is a source of great adoration. This is not without reason. Tulsi is adored not only because of its spiritual benefits, but because of its health benefits. And it has many, many health benefits, which we will be talking about when we come back after this. We'll also uh, get into a wonderful Tulsi tea recipe for you to try at home. And then later still, we have an email all the way from Belgium about rosehip tea that we can't wait to get to. So stick with us. We'll be right back. Hey everyone, this is Sarah from the Maya Tea Company, and I want to know, what happened to tea time? I know, I know, it seems like this ancient ritual, but it's not all about the porcelain cups and crumpets. It's all about a break from your busy lifestyle. When I was growing up, my parents would sit at the breakfast table together every morning and split a pot of coffee. They'd trade the newspaper back and forth and just enjoy each other before waking the kids up or rushing off to work. That was their American tea time. Now, even that seems old-fashioned. We've entered into this age of breakfast bars and Starbucks drive throughs and any amount of relaxation comes with a little bit of guilt. That's why it's more important than ever to fight for your right to relax. We should be on the front lines for tea time. And it doesn't really matter what you put in your cup. It could be tea, coffee, it could be a smoothie, just a glass of water. Just take a moment every day to enjoy yourself, to enjoy your life. And if you do enjoy tea, we can help. We've got something for everybody at mayatea.com. And don't forget that coupon code, STEEP. Cheers! We're back here at Steeping Around. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we are talking... All Things Tea, joined as always by producer Terry Clark. Hi, everyone. 
we are talking actually all things Tulsi Tea. Now, before you came to work for the tea company, had you ever heard of Tulsi? No, never. It's been within the last year that you guys started talking about it and some of these mysterious plants started showing up in the office. Yeah, about uh, about a year ago, I was looking for something that would help myself and my son with our respiratory issues. I've got, I'm not a, I'm not a good breather and um, I have, uh, I'm sensitive to allergies and so forth. And my son actually has asthma. So I started looking into things that might help the both of us. And the Ayurvedic texts brought up that Tulsi might be helpful. And so I asked some of the guys at the farmer's market if they could start planting Tulsi seeds and getting them to grow. And they did. And so last spring, those plants showed up at the office and we put them down in like this four by 30 row. Like we made a big, big trough for all those Tulsi plants. We put down like 30 or 40 plants hmm. to see how they would do and grow them. And then I could experiment with them and see how that might help my son. And how did that work out for you? Oh, actually, it didn't work out really <laughs> well at all. Actually, the plants did really, really well. Oh. They liked the heat. They grew beautifully all summer long. The bees loved them. They got really tall. They got really strong. They were beautiful plants. And I was planning to harvest them in the early to mid-fall because they are hardy plants and they will be fine. Uh -huh. And then I started traveling a lot. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, in the early part of fall, I had all yep. those shows and all those teaching classes that I was doing. And while I was away... Well, we were all away. Um, we had that early freeze, mm -hmm. and it took everything down. Oh, what a bummer. And then subsequently, we've had a really cold winter here, and we've had some unbelievably low temperatures. And so we've checked the plants, and they're not coming back. So we're going to replant them this year and take another swing at it and see if I can't get uh, more information about the respiratory benefits well, of be those Tulsi plants. I think yeah. so. Well, I've got asthma too, so I'm interested in yeah, finding it, out how we're gonna works. We're going to know more here shortly. You know, the Ayurvedic texts talked about a lot of plants, you know, back in the old days before you had, you know, fancy instruments to check the body and prescription drugs in India, particularly, you'd be checked out by an Ayurvedic physician who would do things like look at your eyes, your tongue, um, check your hands. And from that, they would determine what was wrong with you. And if you had an illness or something that you were uh, complaining about, the, the remedy would be a series of different exercises, food, and oftentimes plants. And Tulsi was a big one for that, not only for respiratory issues, but particularly Tulsi is known as something called an adaptogen. Now, what that basically means is, is that if there's stresses in your environment or in your mental state, Tulsi can help you. We might be more prone to talking about it in terms of antioxidants. Tulsi is very much like regular tea, like green tea. It has a lot of antioxidants in it, so it helps your immune system. So in the event that you're subject to environmental or pollutants or uh, toxins and so forth, the use of Tulsi can help you, just like green tea as well. Those antioxidants are very beneficial in boosting your immune system and fighting back some of those things. There are studies in India that also show that Tulsi is very good for lowering cholesterol and also regulating blood sugar. Again, that's very similar to green tea. One yeah. thing that's different, though, is there is no caffeine in Tulsi, so it is pretty good if you want to give it to children right. and it's and it's good across the board that way making tulsi tea is pretty easy too it's actually easier than regular tea you can use either fresh tulsi leaves or dried if you're going to use dried tulsi leaves you need about a teaspoon for a cup of water if you're going to use fresh you're going to need about two teaspoons just bring a cup of water to boil turn the heat off 
put in either the fresh or dried tulsis, one teaspoon for dry, two teaspoons for fresh. Let it sit for five minutes and just strain it and drink it. It won't be bitter. It's not temperamental like green tea or anything. So it's pretty easy to take. Now, a lot of people, though, like to mix it with things because it lends itself to other flavors. If you want, I've got a great recipe here that we have uh, in an article that I just wrote on Tulsi Tea. You can take two cups of water. You're going to need either a tablespoon of fresh or half a tablespoon of dried Tulsi leaves. You're also going to need half a tablespoon of fresh lemon or fresh orange zest. Ugh, so good. And then a teaspoon of honey. That sweetness, that sort of bright citrus really works with the Tulsi leaves. It and sounds really good. I actually great, can't wait to try it. It's a great, great tea. And it's very flavorful. And like I said, it has a ton of health benefits. It's easy to drink. And I think everybody will enjoy it. When we come back, we are going to talk a little bit more about the article that I wrote on Tulsi Tea. And we are going to get to our question of the week, which involves rose hips from a listener in Belgium. And my answer involves beer, of all things. <laughs> Go figure. So stay with us. We'll be right back here on Steeping Around. Hello everyone, this is Nick coming at you from the Maya Tea Company. Although most of my work is limited to assisting the company at the local Tucson farmers markets, the benefits in working in and around the Maya Tea Company are many. When I first started to work here, it dawned on me that they had a huge supply of yerba mate, which just happens to be my favorite stimulating beverage. It felt as though I was right at home. When I used to do a lot of travel and keeping long hours playing in a band and going to college, yerba mate was my beverage of choice. I've been drinking yerba mate for years now and I appreciate that it doesn't make me quite as jittery as coffee. It has a host of vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, amino acids, and the list goes on. Working for the Maya Tea Company in the Tucson Farmers Markets requires that you are on your A-game at all times. And for me, yerba mate is the perfect beverage to assist with that. So the next time you're in the market for purchasing some of the finest yerba mate, visit us at mayatea.com. And don't forget to enter the coupon code STEEP to receive 15% off. Thank you so much. back to Steeping Around. I am your host, Manish Shah, and this week we are talking all things Tulsi Tea. This particular week we have an interesting option. If you have more questions about Tulsi Tea, you can of course always write the show, but I wrote a very large article on Tulsi for my favorite coffee and tea magazine in the country. It is Fresh Cup Magazine, and if you are interested in reading the article on Tulsi Tea that I wrote, it is online. You can get it at www.freshcup.com. And the article is on page like 65 and 66. I'm looking at it now. Yes, it's on page 64 through 67. And you can see all that I had to say about Tulsi Tea there. But if you do have a question and you want to write to the show, the easiest way to get in touch with me is via my email address. That is steep 
at mayat.com. That's S-T-E-E-P at mayat.com. You can also visit our website, www.mayat.com. That's M-A-Y-A-T-E-A dot com. And of course, you can always fan us on Facebook. We have Facebook sites for both Steeping Around as well as the Maya Tea Company. And this week, I think Sarah has concocted some Yeah, you guys, thing. when you listen to the show this week, make sure you pay attention because Sarah came up with this great idea. We're going to have Wednesday trivia questions from now on. So pay attention. There's going to be a question on Facebook. And the first correct answer, I think it is going to be, will get free tea sent to them. Is it the first correct answer or the first five answers? I think it's the first correct answer, is but correct I'm answer? not sure. I guess so, so because if it's on to... Facebook and it comes up, right. then everybody can see the answer. Right. So I guess I think it would it's have to be the first, be the first, first answer. One. But yes, so. you'll just have to fan us on Facebook if you want to participate in the contest. We'll see how it goes because she asked me today what tea she wanted to send out. And I said, well, I don't know, whatever. So perhaps <laughs> you will get some really nice tea because I've given Sarah carte blanche as far if as... If I know Sarah, you'll get awesome, awesome You're going to get some nice tea. Well, this week we have a great question of the week all the way from Belgium of all places. We do. I have an email here from Karen. And she writes, good day. I hope this is not too difficult, but where would one find rose hips? You spoke of them for the entire show this week, and they do sound amazing. But here in Belgium, I have no idea where to find them. Maybe you can tell us in your next radio program. Thanks so much, Karen. So I have a bizarre response because I didn't really know. And I decided, okay, well, I know that you can find rose hips here in this country. You can get them at health food stores pretty easily they've got bulk sections of herbs and so forth and you can generally get just rose hips that way rose hips are also included in a lot of the teas that are available even in the regular grocery store so they will probably contain some rose hips and i said on the show last week too you can just get rose hips in like vitamin c tablets and pills and powders but i wasn't sure about what to do in belgium so i did some snooping and i know that you can actually find rose hips in belgium but the only reason i know that is because a lot of the Belgian ales and beer actually include rose hips as an ingredient for flavor. So they'll add things like coriander and other herbs to their beer to make it taste good. So I know rose hips are available. My best recommendation to you, Karen, is to A, start with your health food stores. And you can even try some, if you have herbal shops, herbalist shops, they probably will have rose hips. There's a really good chance you will find them because there are a lot of roses in Belgium. I know that you even have festivals for it. So anywhere there's roses, they're generally rose hips. So you might even try some of your florists and see if they might know, the people who grow roses, where they might know where rose hips might be. I want to thank you for joining us this week. Next week, we are on to lemon balm, which is, again, not a particularly well-known herbal, but very tasty, and we're going to go into detail about all good things lemon balm. Also, we have an amazing question of the week that's already been asked. We are going to be forced to try absolute wild tea vodka oh no yeah oh no i I, i'm (laughs) sure we'll be up to the challenge we actually can't wait so yeah i can't (laughs) wait so that'll be it's going to be a great show 
Thank you for listening. And till next week, remember, you can't plan everything in life. You just never know who you might be steeping around with. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye.